Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hello, welcome to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle, and I am One Organized Mama. Episode 46, Is Life Balance Possible? In this episode, I am going to go through the what, the why, the how, and the when and where of the life balance conversation. Now, before we get started, I'll go ahead and give you my answer. Is life balance possible? Yes, I believe it is. But first, let's discuss the what. What is life balance? I listen to a lot of different podcasts. I have this conversation with friends and with colleagues, and the general consensus is this. No, it's not possible to have it all in life. It's not possible to have life balance. Well, I disagree, and this is why I disagree. When the conversation comes up, I feel like it trends towards this. Now, I'm being super, super generic here, so forgive me, but this is how I feel like the life balance, can you have it all conversation goes. Life balance is having the perfect career while living in the perfect home, having the perfect marriage and the perfect children, driving the perfect car, going on the perfect vacation with the perfect swimsuit ready body. Now, if you have followed me for any length of time, there are two things you probably have picked up on. One is I am like the anti-perfectionist. And the second is this, I really believe in the importance of time management. So what does this have to do with life balance? Well, it's how we define life balance. So what is the what? What is life balance? Is it that scenario? Is it about perfection? Is it having this unrealistic ideal in our life? I don't like the word perfect. And I don't like the word perfect because I feel like it lacks humility. From life experience, I have realized that the word perfect is something that we hide behind. And if I give someone a phone, uh, a call, someone that I haven't spoken to, a friend that I haven't spoken to in a while, and I'm like, hey, haven't seen you, heard from you, wanted to check in on you, how's it going? And they start using the word perfect, things are perfect, things are great, things couldn't be more perfect. Then I have kind of come to realize that Perfect is something that they're kind of hiding behind. Perfect sometimes means we are procrastinating or we're not ready to open up. We're not ready to be real. We're not ready to be honest. And maybe it's something that we're not ready to be vulnerable about. 
So I really don't like the word perfect. I don't think it's something that we should be striving for, especially when it comes to life balance. So revisiting that scenario, if it were me, I really try to stay away from the word perfect and instead use some of these terms. So if someone's asking me how things are going, what I'm striving for, this is what I will generally say. I just want to be happy. Things are satisfied. I'm satisfied. It's a work in progress or I'm working on it. Things are good. Things are progressing. Things are getting better. So replacing the word perfect with progress. I really, really do believe that defining, redefining what life balance is, is so important with this. The second thing that I wanted you to notice about that conversation is this. We are talking about a person who has a lot of different areas in their life. They have work, they have family, they have a home, they have a social hobby aspect of their life, and a physical and health aspect. So again, if you have followed me for any amount of time, you may have heard me talk about something called time buckets. And time buckets are all of the different areas of our life that we should be investing our time in. Time is the most precious resource that we have in this lifetime. We're not guaranteed a specific amount. We can't create more. We can't buy more. And it's the great equalizer. We're all given the same exact amount of time in a day. So how are we spending it? Well, we have a lot more control over things than we realize. So again, what is life balance really about? Is it about attaining an unrealistic ideal? Or is it about how we spend our time? What are we investing our time into? So let's go on to the why. Let's dive into those time buckets a little bit further. There are seven time buckets that I feel like make up us as a whole person. Family, financial, social and hobby, work, physical health, home, and quiet time. Now, we'll go through them real quick. Family, this is the group of people we belong to. Financial, we all have bills to pay. Social and hobby, what do we enjoy doing? Work, how do we pay the bills or what is our purpose in this season of our life? Physical and health, we have a physical body that needs to be taken care of. Home is the place that we live and quiet time And I'll get into this one in just a second, but I want you to think of this as sort of your mental or spiritual aspect of your life. So again, life balance, why it's important to strive for it. If there are any of these time buckets that you are not investing the proper amount of time in, then it will force itself to make itself a priority in your life, and it will force you to spend some time and attention on it. Let's discuss a few obvious ones. First, family. 
if you are in a marriage, if you're a married person and you are not investing time and maintaining your marriage, then you will start to have marital issues. Unfortunately, marriage is hard and it takes two people to really invest the proper amount of time and energy and attention into it. So that's what makes marriage difficult is because both people really need to discover what that balance is and be both investing the adequate amount of time and attention into it. Otherwise, issues start to arise, right? And then we are forced to spend our time dealing with those issues. Another area of our life and why it's so important to strive for balance is financial. If we haven't created a budget, if we're not living by that budget, if we're not making the time to open those bills and to pay them, then our financial area of our life forces itself to be something that we have to deal with. So that's definitely something we should be putting our time and attention into. And the last example I want to give you of an area that we definitely should be putting time and attention into is our quiet time bucket. Now think about this for a second. Again, this is a mental and spiritual aspect of your life. What happens when you are feeling completely overwhelmed? What do you instinctively do? There are things that you do. I can speak from personal experience that if I haven't been giving enough time to myself, to my mental well-being, to my spiritual health, and I'm getting overwhelmed, I have a tendency to retreat. I want to be left alone. I want to cry in a bathroom or stare at a wall or hide away from everyone in my life for a little time just so I can sort of decompress and go back and face the world again. Well, instead of living a life where it's about putting out fires and dealing with emergencies, think about it this way. We are given 24 hours in our day. If we start to look at all of the different areas of our life, then we actually have a bit more control than we realize. If we take the time that we need to put into those relationships, into our marriage, if we're giving our spouse what they need, then that will offset any future problems that may arise. If we take the time and invest our attention and time into creating a budget and making adequate time to pay bills and take care of our financial life, then the bill collectors aren't going to come. Then we're not going to have to deal with massive financial issues. And if we make the time and invest the time in our mental and spiritual well-being, whatever that means to us, however that means to us, whether it's religious studies or meditation, journaling, staring at a wall for 15 minutes while no one talks to us, whatever it means, and just giving ourselves a break, then we won't get so overwhelmed and again, be forced to deal with that in our life. It won't force itself on us. So 
Why is life balance important? It's because we are human beings that are made up of a lot of different areas in our life. Again, what I like to call our time buckets. Okay, how? I'm sure you're saying this is all great, Janelle, super relate, like, but how? How do I get and strive for life balance? Well, I have a process that I like to use in my time management journal, and it's a simple three-step process. You can certainly go onto my website and take the online course. There are seven short videos that will walk you through it, and you get the time management journal, so there are actual worksheets that you can do this with, or you can just simply take a pen and a notebook to do this. It is this, three simple steps, brainstorm, prioritize, daily plan. Let's talk about brainstorming. This is that brain dump. You know all of the different things that you have to get done in your life. They pull at you. They pop out in your head while you're taking a shower. They keep you up at night. You think about them while you're driving your car. I want you to get into the practice of taking everything out of your head and putting it onto paper. Now, I like physical paper, but if you have a digital format or if you like to type in a Word document or a Google Doc, fine, whatever. The point of the matter is, is that I want you to get everything out of your head onto paper, and then I want you to move on to the next section. I want you to start to prioritize. Now, while you do this, I want you to look at all of the different areas of your life. Are you making time? Are there things on there that are going to take care of your physical and health? Are you thinking about work? Are you thinking about making some quiet time time? Are you taking care of your family in the way that you should? What about your financial health? Are you making time for fun with social and hobby And our home is something that unfortunately we have to deal with and maintain on a daily basis. Are you making time for those? You will put these items on the paper and then while you're prioritizing, it's kind of a two-step process. You will start to look at it and decide what's most important either by choice or necessity And then you can start to break it down. So you'll start to look at it and then maybe you're writing little notes that break those items down a little bit more and make them manageable. Now, the last part in the three-step process is planning. And this is involving daily planning. I want you to plan every single day. This doesn't mean you have to create a regimen for yourself And like I say in my time management journal online class, I don't need you to say I'm going to jump in the shower at 710 and then towel off between 718 and 720. No, you don't have to put a really unrealistic schedule together. In fact, there are seven time buckets. You are not going to face seven time buckets every single day. There's not enough time in your day to get to all seven. So I ask you to try to work on three to five. Now, there are going to be certain areas of your life that you have to focus on. The days that you go to work, you have to put work on there, on your daily plan. But while you're at work, 
there are certainly things that you can accomplish. There are tasks that can be done to make your time at work more purposeful. Family. If you have a family, especially if you're married and you have children, that's something that's going to be on your bucket every single day as well. And again, you don't have to overthink this, but there are things like, for instance, if there's one child that you've been kind of having that tug of parent guilt and you're like, I'm feeling like they need a little bit of my time and attention, write down something that you can do with that child. Again, make time for you and your spouse if you're in a marriage. You don't have to be elaborate. You don't have to overthink this. Things can be very simple. Make or write down things that you can make happen in a one day time period. Also, the thing is, I want you to also make time for enjoying life. Life is meant to be enjoyed. So it doesn't have to be everything that you have to do. Definitely during your day, make time so that you enjoy your day. So it doesn't just feel like you're constantly on this hamster wheel where you're just constantly spinning, 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 but going nowhere. Enjoy life. Make some progress. Make small attainable goals for yourself, but write them down. It's very, very important that you do daily planning. Now, when and where is this all supposed to happen? So like I said, I have the time management journal and in it, this is how I tell you to do it. I want you to focus on brainstorming at least once a month. It's just once a month. It doesn't necessarily have to be done on the first of the month. Just get started wherever you're at. If you are listening to this and it's the 17th of the month, that is a great time to start. Get everything out of your head and onto paper at least once a month. Each week, I want you to focus on your priorities. This is the prioritization part of it where you relook at your brainstorming notes and decide what are my priorities going to be for this week. And then daily plan. Again, this should be done either the night before or the morning of and every single day. And again, you don't have to overthink this. You don't have to be super regimented. You don't have to beat yourself up if you don't get everything that you want done, done. It's okay to move things over to the next day. If you keep moving things over, if you keep moving the same item over, you might have to relook at that and think, is this really a priority? Or is this something that I really do need to do and I keep putting it off? Or maybe it's something you've realized you don't even really need or want to do anyway. So again, do we... Doing daily planning is very, very important. So do you see how I've changed the conversation about life balance? It's not necessarily trying to strive for unrealistic expectations. It has nothing to do with having perfection in your life. Life balance to me simply means that you recognize yourself as a whole person, that you have a lot of different areas of your life that need and deserve your time and attention and striving towards giving those. Giving all of the different areas of your life time and attention so that they don't force themselves 
to give you their, your time and attention. So I hope I've changed your mind a little bit on this life balance conversation. I hope you, as you go forward, can rethink how you think about life balance, taking the word perfect or perfection out of your vocabulary when it comes to describing your life, being satisfied is good enough, striving for more, wanting better, being a work in progress is okay. And yes, not everything in your life is going to get the equal time and attention. That's absolutely not what I've been talking about. There are different areas of your life, depending on the season of your life, that are going to take more time and attention than others. But That doesn't mean that you can't still give a little time and attention to all of the different areas. So that's why I believe that, yes, balance in your life is possible. Now, if you would like to learn more and this really resonated with you, like I said, I do have an online course available. It's super, super affordable. I promise. I'm super passionate about this. Can you tell? Go to my website, oneorganizedmama.com. You will see online courses at the top. Right now, as of this date, it is the only online course I have in the future. That will change. But I would really love for you to go in and explore this. This is how it works. It's not a Zoom meeting. You go on, you pay, and then you are given seven short videos when it comes to time management. You are also given a printable PDF of the time management booklet or guide, and then brainstorming, prioritizing, and daily planning worksheets. You can print these out. You can use them as a reference guide to how you normally do your planning, or you can actually use these, whatever works best for you. But again, if this is something that you are striving towards in life, you are feeling super overwhelmed, I highly recommend that you go over to my website, Online Courses Time Management Journal, and check it out. If you ever have any questions, I'm super easy to reach. Send me an email at oneorganizedmama.com at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, One Organized Mama on Instagram. I'm on Pinterest too, but I'm definitely in the learning stage of Pinterest. But give me a like over there. And um, thank you so much for the feedback on my podcast. I've been getting some great reviews and I'm super, super appreciative. If there's something that you really love about this podcast or you learned feel free to leave a review and and share it with others. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the One Organized Mama podcast.